Food Court, the movie podcast and Twitch stream where Sean. Don John. I'm done. I am undone. And Michael. Watch it, talk shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. Happy 150th episode of Food Court. It couldn't have happened at a better time because we have begun Carpentober. Yes. Where every October until we run out of Carpentor movies or we quit the podcast, we will watch Carpenter movies. We're watching yes. some good ones this month. We're oh, watching yes. some bad ones this month. Ooh. I'll give you the whole schedule. This week, we're talking about They Live because yes. Mariana told us that she wanted us to watch it and we we're doing it because of that. We're doing it. Next week, we're watching Cigarette Burns, which is on Tubi. Uh, it's, it's a Masters of Horror episode. It's kind of hard to find. Just search for Masters of Horror and then scroll through and you'll find Cigarette Burns. Wow. It's on Tubi. That week after that, Halloween Kills. The week after that, Assault on Precinct 13, uh, which was requested by KCG. Uh, the week after that, Prince of Darkness. Halloween uh, Specifically, Liam said Prince of Motherfucking Darkness. Whoa. And I'm assuming he's referring to <laughs> Prince of Darkness. Yeah, unless there's a different movie one. I haven't heard of. <laughs> and those are all the Carpentober movies wow. we shall watch this week. Hello, John. Hello, Michael. Hi. How are y'all? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing great. Nice. Um, I do have some sad news, though. What? Can I can I officially title the episode? Oh, yes. Please Although do. Although I won't use this episode <laughs> when I officially title the episode, so this is now very confusing. <laughs> I love it. They live. <laughs> Twitch stream dies. <laughs> wow. This shall be our last Twitch stream for a while. R.I.P. But I mean, I feel like we can, we can do them at our leisure. Yeah. Yes. And if we want to do something fun with you guys, because it has been very fun. It's a great show. And it was a great, uh, allowed us to keep doing it during the pandemic. But uh, all three of us wastrels would prefer to have a little more flexibility. And, and in my case, don't even like have to have more flexibility in order to continue doing the show. So it's just easier for us. If we yeah. can do, go back to the old ways of doing it in person and recording and kind of uh, having some flexibility. Also, like, as much fun as we have with Chad every week, <laughs> yeah. we didn't get, like, a lot of traction on Twitch, mostly because we're just unable to do Twitch as often mm-hmm. as yeah. you really need to be Twitching in order and to have success. Ugly. Yeah, it's also true. <laughs> We, we, we would have been we would have reached <laughs> affiliate status a long time ago, except oh. for we only twitched three or four times a month, so you can't. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we'll still do some sort of events, and it's something yeah. we'd like to pursue down the line. But unfortunately for us, but maybe fortunately for the pod, we're going to kind of go back into the all three of us in a room around some mics, yeah. and and uh, more importantly, allow us to have more guests and more flexibility. And yes. We're we're not saying you need to be back in the food courts and the movie theaters, <laughs> but these three, you know, speaking only for myself, comorbidity <laughs> covered fools yeah. are back in the movie yeah. halls and food court uh, yeah. dining halls. Time so to we'll die. be bringing you uh, our own uh, 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 Frank Armitage style uh, social commentary. Yes. Okay. From from those houses of commerce <laughs> known as the food courts. And I love it. We'll get to speak to you the moment we get out of the movie, which is a big difference. Oh. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. Yes, uh, is that you can't really get that 
I, I've always called it um, big screen hypnosis or <laughs> or drunk on the on the matinee. Like you just have these um, incredibly uh, intense feelings after seeing a movie yes. on the big screen that you're usually uh, horrified by like 22 minutes later. Yes, yeah. which I like that. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we're kind of in a scary place because sometimes we'll go, well, I love that. And then you go, God, like, that I really <laughs> I tried to keep it going that way, but it's kind of manufactured. But I really when I left Malignant <laughs> was like, that's one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> oh, man, I had so many low mains. And then when I thought about it for like the next week, I was like, that's a really that's like a brilliant movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've watched getting, it since. So Getting wrecked at the old box office. I've, <laughs> I've heard so many times now. Um, we've also watched other stuff. Michael, would you drop the Panic Stress Express theme song on us? Oh, <laughs> me? Ding, 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 It's time for the Panic Express because we've got some things to express about the things we've watched this week. That's not... I, you guys, I know what you're all talking about, so I'm going to drop some information on you before you talk about it. Okay. I went to see, I've seen this movie before, but I went to see Pelham 123 <gasps> at our wonderful local theater, uh, the Belcourt Theater. What? On 35 millimeter. Wow. It was a grimy, dirty ass print. <laughs> it looked awesome. Ooh. And th- I felt the same way I think about it every time I watch it, that it's just one of the best movies ever. Really? It's really funny. H- hilariously <laughs> funny. Best it's ending ever. Best ending ever. Ever? Uh, it's up there. <laughs> uh, amazing thriller. It's like funnier than most comedies, and it's more thrilling than most thrillers. Wow. It's got just so many good actors. It's perfect. If you've never watched Hector this, Elizondo. Hector Whoa. Elizondo. Uh, <laughs> fucking Quint is in it. Uh, Robert Shaw. Robert, Robert, Robert Shaw. Shaw. Quint, were you talking about the... The uh, guy who used to review movies on Ain't It Cool News. Yes, <laughs> I'm talking about that Moriarty. Guy. <laughs> I think yeah. those guys are canceled now. Dang. I think most of them did, yeah, uh, sex stuff. I Whoa. think if you were, you know, if you were ever famous on the internet before 2007, <laughs> you you did some sex stuff, I think. Yeah, probably. Ask, but, G- I know Ask Jeeves. Jeeves from Ask Jeeves. Yeah. Definitely did some sex stuff. <laughs> Alta Vista, really <laughs> creepy stuff. Y'all boys, though, y'all must talk about, and I will join in, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I'm guessing. Oh, I One, I can't even believe we're not even doing a whole episode about what? this movie. Well, it would have been a weird episode, Michael, because <laughs> we three convened. <laughs> And then only one of us made it out alive. Yeah. We went to the movie. And I want to know more about Michael's experience. Look, by the way, Venom Venom is a silly, fun movie that it's kind of depressing that a movie that costs $389 million or whatever is as silly and 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 low and low budget feeling as it is. Yeah. I still had a good time. But we tried to all go see it together, maybe even record a podcast about it. But I don't know, Michael. Why don't you tell us your experience? Because I'm, I'm, we'll try to fill in the blanks. Well, I got there and I ordered a popcorn. As I, you know, I was like, wanted a popcorn. <laughs> and then I, I knew I saw some guy standing there, and I saw the back of his head, and I went, I know that guy, but I didn't know how. And then he was like, Oh, popcorn's good, or something like that. And it was Josh Lewis. Friend of the show. Josh Friend Lewis. of the show. Uh, and then I watched the movie, and then about 
I thought we were all having a great time, like watching the movie. I was like, this is insane. And then I look over and Sean's like leaving. I was like, oh, and then Josh is like, he's leaving. He's sick. And I was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> and then John, I just was like, where's John? At? <laughs> like, yeah, John just know. disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like, OK, least. so then me and Josh just watched the rest of the movie. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> yeah, we went. I had to leave because of like a workish emergency. And then Sean had. I felt like I was going to Pancreatitis? Um, I just felt like I couldn't breathe no more. Yeah, that's not good. I decided that was bad. Yeah. But he's back, and he's better than but ever. He's back. Yeah. yeah, now I can breathe. <laughs> that's uh, good. In some way. But Sean and I saw it again uh-huh. today. today. Yes. And I got to say, Michael, at the end, <laughs> we were both really sad that this, the movie didn't end with an Eminem song. I know. And as we were sitting there, I don't know if you noticed. Uh, if you wait, Eminem does indeed oh, come crashing in yes. on the third verse. Yeah. And Sean and I <laughs> high-fived in the theater yeah. about a stupid Eminem song about a stupid character played yeah, by Woody Harrelson. It's yes. not as good as Venom. Venom. No. But. It's the Venom. <laughs> well, now it's kind of got like the, uh, the truly abhorrent rap style where it just sounds like a Special Olympian saying, like rapping, where they're just like, Venom. Venom, 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 Venom. They just say like one word. Venom. Spiral. The new Saw did that a lot. Like, oh, spiral. really? Spiral. spiral. Yeah. It's just like a, it's just, I don't know oh, what no. it is. It's, it's like a sampling, it's like a sampling keyboard. It's just like carnage, Venom, Venom, carnage, 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 carnage. And that's like the whole style of the rapping. Yes. But luckily you had uh, Eminem in there to mindlessly rap about that's car- wild <laughs> i think my least favorite type of rapping is the one that's like but 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 that's what i'm talking about that's what i don't like that at yeah all. that's what i'm talking about i just don't know how i don't have any way to talk about this shit or don't you i just i think you did a great job i just say something offensive and then and then you guys get silent and then we move on yeah i like it I go, oh, okay. Well, Tell right. me more. You're on your own oh, there. What That's true. Yeah. Oh, speaking oh, of They Live, guys, uh, we watched <laughs> John Carpenter's They Live. And I'll give you the plot. You know what happens? Uh-uh. There's a down-on-his-luck, homeless guy Nada. who happens to be enormous. <laughs> he just happens to be a huge mus- uh-huh. muscle man. Massive. And um, he... Uh, discovers through magical sunglasses that the world we see is in fact not the real world. Below it, there is another world controlled by strange <laughs> ghouls who are controlling all of our thoughts yes. with TV and with magazines and with repetitive uh, noises where they're telling us to sleep and uh, get married and stuff. And then this homeless man with his best friend, a kind of ebony and ivory mm-hmm. uh, best friend system. Uh, they have to kill as many people as they can. <laughs> yeah. uh, mostly, mostly just ghouls, but I think occasionally they kill yeah. a few real people, oh, but only the bad real people. <laughs> and then, well, what happens next is history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it all came true. Yeah. Yes. Every time we have watched a movie like this, it, which has happened a few times, like Dread, and like you, movies like that seem like they're about the future, but they're written originally about how horrible it was then. Yeah. Like, you know, Dread was written during the 80s, or, you know, and this was also written during the 80s, and mm. you just go, 
oh wow it's so prescient but it's like ah just everything just keeps being awful <laughs> yeah they didn't i noticed this time i never really noticed this before they talk about climate change in this oh, oh yeah. <laughs> wow yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's not it's not precisely in the in the form that it's come to be it's more about uh the warming up the planet for the the alien race that has <laughs> yes. subjugated us via advertising yeah but you know that's how that's how this shit works, man. It does. It does. It's all real, man. <laughs> the vaccine is a, just a way for this to control us, man. Yes. Oh, put, on Sean ruined it. <laughs> put on the glasses, man. You'll see oh, what they're putting inside. Sean ruined it. <laughs> Take the red pill and realize that the vaccine is actually the whoa. <laughs> you ever think about that? As I was yeah. watching, I was like, it'd be very easy for like the alt-right to steal away oh, this, this movie's iconography. With uh, a la the Matrix, and I think there even was like a thing where they like like Nazis tried to say it was about Jewish mind control. What? Oh my god! Absolutely. But, uh, what, what, what? But they're wrong. That's yeah. the thing. Is they're just dead wrong. <laughs> yeah, very I mean, it's wrong. like very clearly about like Ronald Reagan and yeah. advertising. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's intense. Yes. I mean, they even like when you see the alien on the newscast, he even uses the Ronald Reagan like "It's a new morning" slogan. Oh which was wow! The actual campaign slogan uh, yeah. of, of of Reagan's That's campaign. That's wild. But, um, like, one thing that, like, it's weird that it also became a symbol for the left in a weird Shepard Fairey way. But yeah. that's kind of like a bullshit <laughs> leftist thing because Shepard Fairey then used these images from this movie to make T-shirts and make a fuck ton of money. Yes. Oh, Especially right. using an Andre the Giant face and an Obey thing. which yeah. that's oh. And, and I, I'm sure Carpenter, that would have made Carpenter... Very sick because there's nothing worse than when like commercialism sells back your own revolution right back yeah, to you. Yeah, it's pretty yes. crazy, but it's almost yeah. unavoidable. unavoidable and also, this time. Carpenter's a big wrestling fan, right? Yeah, so he probably would have been doubly uh, depressed that not only was his bit stolen, but also under the giant under the was giant. stolen. Yeah, yeah. He used to, Carpenter like used to write an article in this magazine called mm-hmm. Ring Magazine about what? pro wrestling. Like, he's crazy. a hardcore wrestling fan. That's wow. why Ronnie's in this, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Rowdy, Rowdy Roddy Piper, who plays the principal nameless character, nah. uh, quit the WWF to be in this movie. Which, <gasps> what? Uh, That's amazing. A strong business move, actually, because it's really that that the WWF run by like this secret sodomite maniac pervert Whoa, Vince holy. McMahon, who's a total control freak who wants to own people's names and likenesses and stuff. So, yeah. and Roddy got away with it for years doing his own thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was. Totally, uh, like this movie's. It's going to be hard to do our favorite segment where we tear down movies because there's not a lot to tear down. <laughs> it here. will be yeah. difficult. We'll yeah. try. We'll, we'll find a way. <laughs> I've got a few things to say um, about that, but we're not there yet. First, we must talk about our beef lamb year, our very favorite part of the movie. There's a million obvious ones. Yes, Michael, drop drop a favorite on me. Okay, my ultimate favorite part. The Euro, the single one Euro that they can only Euro. be is the first time he puts on the glasses and is experiencing the world. Yes. And he goes in that little supermarket oh. and he just kind of snaps and he starts talking down to that lady. Oh, yeah. He's just like, you look awful. You, no, you, you, you look like your head was dipped in the cheese dip in 1957. Yeah. yeah. And then he looks at the real woman. And he's like, you're okay, but 
You? you? You're real fucking ugly. You're real, yeah, you're fucking ugly. <laughs> you're real fucking ugly. I was like, that's amazing. And then the like appalled alien was just like perfect. <gasps> I was like, man, that's good. I've got one that can see. I, I love <laughs> yeah. those. I love those scenes so much because I think it's one of the last great uses of mixed media that we ever had. Yeah. Uh, where it's the um, what I have to be matte paintings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, are integrated and they're integrated in black and white. Uh, which, yeah. you know, most of the time it's hard to go color black and white back and forth like that. But uh, it's very seamless in this movie and the storytelling mm-hmm. is very precise. and So good. Uh, just to, just the, you know, it, this this movie really feels like the best Twilight episode of all time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that's really kind of the vibe you get. <laughs> yeah. or, you know, yeah. it's adapted, I think, from a comic book story and it feels that way too. Oh, you know, really? Like an old issue that. of Eerie. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. I mean, Carpenter, he, I mean... He's not do original ideas. He, <laughs> well, he's like a very proto Tarantino like remixer, and he's just a man of wealth and taste. Damn, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he should be celebrated for it. <laughs> yes. That's great. Yes, the matte paintings in that moment are so awesome yeah. that like o- only did I realize there were matte paintings when like I watched some special feature where they're like, oh yeah, those are matte paintings. They're like wow. they're probably they're That's probably great. Richard Danforth then because they're I so know, gorgeous. Every time I every time I look up a matte painting. Because I couldn't tell if it was a matte painting or not. Yeah. It's always Richard Danforth. It's like yeah, the king of matte paintings. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's amazing. I, mean, I love it. Yeah, I've yeah. always loved that. All that shit is so good. I yeah. and I think it kind of helps make it even seem more bizarre because you're like, oh, something's yes. It's not real. Like it's just interesting. You're like, oh, whoa. absolutely. Or maybe it's so real that we can't even Ooh. perceive it. <laughs> oh. John Morph- Morpheus over here. Yeah, Morpheus. <laughs> Take the red pill. I'm young Morpheus. I'm young. <laughs> Me, I'm young Morpheus. Ooh-ah, ooh-ah. But I'm, I'm a little baby. Darker Candy than man. myself when I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> My skin gets lighter when I get yeah. older. <laughs> My entire bone structure shifts. It's yes. crazy. <laughs> Are you guys talking about the Matrix trailer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is Wait, that, that Morpheus? I think Morpheus is going to be in the new Matrix. That would be wild. I think they're shitting us. We're all we're off topic <laughs> I think badly. We're, bad, we're off topic badly. <laughs> I love not, it. Not anymore. John, what's your year <laughs> of this picture? Jesus, it's very hard. Mm-hmm. Now, this is from the... Is this from... Is this the third... This is the second movie in like the Doomsday trilogy? Is that I right? I think this is John? number two, Whoa. yeah. So that's like... We've got Prince of Darkness, yeah. then this, or was this after Prince of Darkness? Oh, fuck. I think this is after Prince of Darkness. <laughs> I don't know. No, I think so, Prince, of, Prince of Darkness is before. So Prince of Darkness, then this, then In the Mouth of Madness is like this oh, wow. really fun, like really cool trilogy that really grabs at the whole Lovecraftian thing yeah. better than anything else. And I like that all like the character names... And uh, even the pseudonym names like Richard Armitage are like mm. references to Lovecraftian stuff. And oh. I just think there's a lot of fun Easter egg type stuff in this movie. But I would be remiss <laughs> if I didn't point out that this is the most quotable action movie of all. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's pretty fun. It has, it has not only does it have like, you know, most Arnold movies you get like at least one great one-liner. Yeah. Yes. But in this, by bringing in the world of pro wrestling, specifically <laughs> 80s pro re- yeah. wrestling, and, and specifically Rowdy Roddy Piper, maybe the greatest stick man pro wrestler of all time, you just got line after line after line. And the yes. delivery is always non-pareil. 
and it's just very hard to beat lines like uh, "You nicked yourself shaving this morning," uh, and even like his delivery when when it's not necessarily a joke, but like uh, when the cop corners him, the alien cop, and he's like, "You look as ugly to us as we look to you," <laughs> and he just blinks and he goes, "Impossible." <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, the the dialogue which is comes from you know I usually kind of like prefer my dialogue to be well thought out and written but when you give a guy like Roddy Piper who has 20 years of you know smoky beer hall wrestling uh and screaming into a, a microphone to try to <laughs> entice people to come to the Greensboro Coliseum <laughs> to come watch watch them kill each other or fake kill each other in a yeah. bingo hall that's the kind of ad libbing I can get behind. Yes, yes exactly. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily want Jonah Hill to be talking all over my goddamn Scorsese movie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Roddy Piper's not, they, these aren't like timely references that'll be forgotten in 15 years. These yeah. are like, you know, timeless uh, one liners. And, and, you know, yeah. Roddy's so good in this, makes me wish that he had more of a career. You also like, this is just a classic Carpenter cast. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's anybody. You could say paired with Carpenter as well as Keith David, unless you yeah. want to throw Kurt Russell into the mix. Yes. So I mean, yeah, Keith it's just amazing. The 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 combination of of cast and crew on this one is almost almost perfect. Yeah, yes. that's great. That's when really we say cool. lines, we must bring up maybe the big big one of all. <laughs> I've come here to chew bubble and kick bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> yeah, it's really used is. in Duke Nukem 3D, baby. Yes, that was the first time I heard it, and, I was, and then yeah. when I heard it in I this, I was how, like, wait a minute. I think that's how lots of people reverse engineered it. Yeah, there was so much of this movie that felt like a like a video game or like an arcade shooter. Like yes. the part yeah. where they're in the alleyway and they're like. Shooting the, I was like, this is oh, exactly yeah. one of those arcade games. And like, Carpenter yeah, is a noted like uh, video game addict. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. crazy. He's quit making movies to play video games, <laughs> awesome. rip weed, and watch the NBA. I love which it. Which I feel, I feel that very much. I like when it. is Carpenter going to be on your NBA podcast? Jesus, wouldn't that be a beautiful thing? Yes. <laughs> I don't Why know if I, I could say take your it? podcast. Why? When is he going to be on our podcast? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. God damn it! I, I, like, can you just imagine the plumes of smoke between him and my? podcast partner chuck oh yeah <laughs> just raging just ripping vape um, <laughs> did you I already have, go sean or you I mean, i'm ready to go i have numbers. a big euro Uh oh mm. um i mean there's so many things that are probably better than this <laughs> but the thing that really spoke to me this time Meg foster's piercing blue boobs <laughs> well that's on there too her her eyes are amazing. Oh, um, that's that's in my later sections. But for the, <laughs> my top one this time, that what uh, old uh, Rod is walking around the supermarket and he sees like these two business dudes talking, <laughs> and there's like one ghoul skeleton man and one just regular dude. And the regular dude's like, "Oh man, I'm so depressed. I, I didn't get that. I didn't get the job. Oh, I'm so depressed." And the skeleton's just like, "Well, it'll come. Don't worry about it." <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I've heard that so much. All these skeleton people have been telling me that too, buddy. I, I totally get it. And it really, really cut to the heart of me. I was like, yep, that's yeah. the real so shit. So on this podcast, who is real and who is a skeleton person? I'm think? a skeleton person. I think everybody but me. Y'all are both ghouls. Yeah, we're okay. ghouls. We're ghoul just. I feel like Sean like has the bone structure to be oh, one of the ghouls. Thank you. See, it's not okay. a compliment. Here's my, a I take it as a compliment. I have a theory about the whole, this whole thing. Okay. Which whole thing? The ghouls wouldn't allow this movie to get made. 
Okay. If they were in charge, right? Right. <laughs> or would they let it be made so we would never think that this is real? Whoa. Well, this <laughs> so. this ties into my low mains <laughs> later, but but they would let it get made for like a, a paltry three million dollars <laughs> and have to star Rowdy Roddy Piper <laughs> and Keith David and be directed by. Uh, end of career john carpenter or, or after the fall john carpenter yes. even though this movie did i think did do okay yeah and definitely i think it did okay at the box office and then did uh definitely has attained cult status yeah. in lasting measure yeah that's crazy absolutely. that he did it yeah um we've done our euros but here's a new segment because we always say at least michael and i have a thousand different <laughs> co- nice things to say about yes. movies Here's our new segment. It's the side of fries with a whole bunch of that season salt sprinkled all yes. over it. What are your other favorite things, Michael? John, me, what do we love? Michael? I love the lines. I think there's so many good lines. I yes. love when Frank first is taking uh, Nada yes. <laughs> over to... Um, Frank is Keith character right yes yes and he's like you can follow me and he just kind of doesn't really respond he's like okay (laughs) but then they're walking and then he goes look (laughs) i don't like nobody following me unless i know why (laughs) and then nada's like well i don't join up with anybody so i see where he's going (laughs) like it's like these perfect lines are like oh yeah it's really just two badasses badassing (laughs) off yeah there's if if you are love this movie and don't have the shout factory version there's like interviews with carpenter and there's an interview with keith <laughs> david and he's talking about how he like used to teach a class about like real english for the theater or something Whoa. so he like i mean it's essentially like stage english no hopefully no accent i mean yeah. you know it sort of sounds like an accent even when it's not an accent mm-hmm. but he said like when he was doing that the thing and when he was doing this movie he was afraid that he's gonna be like you motherfuckers all of you motherfuckers i'm tired of your shit <laughs> yeah. he's like okay i gotta i gotta talk like a real person <laughs> he's like because yeah, he is like one of the great orators of all time oh, yeah yes. yeah it's like I, uh david how are Sydney you Poitier in the uh, <laughs> yes. uh what was that what's that movie called sneakers Sneakers, yeah. I love that. I was like, what is that movie called? Sneaker? Sneaky? Guess who's coming to dinner? Guess who's. Yes. Yeah. Please guess. It's just, he did a great delivery in that. So, you never know. People can surprise you. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I love. Uh, probably every third time I watch this, it will be my favorite part is the endless fight in the middle between David and Roddy, Roddy Piper. Amazing. A fight that the first time you see it, you cannot believe it. (laughs) Yeah. In subsequent (laughs) watchings, you still barely can believe it because it ends like three times and then it just keeps going. (laughs) And like, they've crushed each other. They've hit each other with like bricks and shit. And they (laughs) keep getting up. Anyone who's watched a World Star Hip Hop video knows yeah. that sometimes a fight ends and then it doesn't end. <laughs> it at all. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. There's a million amazing. parts in that fight that I love. Yeah. Uh, one. The gut wrench suplex. The gut wrench <laughs> suplex. I love Great. the belly to back suplex. There's lots of good shit in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. There's also one moment where there's a sleeper hold. Yes, there sleeper is a sleeper hold. hold. There's so so much wrestling in this fight. Yeah. There's a moment when uh, Keith David picks up a glass 
And he, he has you dirty motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> He's got the big glass bottle and he tries to break it against a car. Yeah. It just completely shatters it's and he just starts to laugh. It's so good. <laughs> and then yeah. they go after each other again. Oh, God. It's so that, good. That hurts us. Awesome. It's so good. And yeah. there's also one part where Keith David knees him in the nuts like five yeah, times in a row. Like, just like, Holy. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, that would be that would be fatal. <laughs> yeah, that would be you just be dead. So brutal. But it's it's just so awesome. And like That's once great. you see those guys beat the shit out of each other for so long, you're like, these that de- they can definitely beat aliens. They yeah. can beat any alien because they are unkillable. Like they're the unkillable homeless men. Yes. Unkillable homeless warriors. Badasses. I love it. Complete badasses. Yeah, that um, scene's amazing. Especially now knowing that carpenter loves wrestling i was like oh yes. well that makes sense that's like a whole match that's crazy yeah yeah that's i wild. mean it lasts how long some wrestlemania <laughs> match would last it's like six and a half yeah. minutes it's long. crazy <laughs> in fact matches awesome. that are longer than that suck yeah. Yeah. make <laughs> your matches last as long as the fight scene and they live yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely and have those two guys i mean i guess you can't anymore but <laughs> you should you should you bring back rowdy from the i dead. really enjoyed the entire like homelessness of it all yes and the yeah. uh and i i like the like i hate to get back on the lovecraftian stuff but the whole like world underneath stuff like mm. yes secret world secret darkness yes yes know, secret struggle that's always just it. really fun and really enticing yes uh, yeah. i wish it didn't turn out to be real yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the exactly. pandora papers released today there's like yeah. a bill billions of secret money that we'll never have access to oh Whoa. yeah that's it was a lot crazy. more fun when uh you know the notion of a few aliens having all the money and running the world was just a notion. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's so fucked up. I mean, it's it's definitely a movie that uh, has aged incredibly well. Just yeah. because you watch it and you go, oh, fuck. Like, every time you watch it, you're like, just like God damn it. I wish, <laughs> I wish Rowdy was here so he could kill yes. all of them. Yeah. <laughs> instead, of, instead of glasses that uh, reveal that, like... Uh, giant billboards are telling you to obey now all they have to do is get like a, a you know a general to sign on to reddit and make a few bullshit posts yeah and control the minds yeah, of exactly. half the mutants in this country it's yep. <laughs> pretty crazy oh god oh god everything's crazy but not as crazy as one of my fries which oh. is the part where they're in the alleyway getting shot at and they're like hiding and then um frank throws the watch Back, and then it opens up the portal. Yes. And I just love how that looked, like the little blue light coming oh, through this yes. little hole, like cartoon cutout hole. Like it's kind of perfect. I was like, this is great. Yes. So I just Super love the way that looked. Smooth edges. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, oh, it's great. <laughs> it's neat. so good. I love that part. There's there's a part we've already talked about this part like ten times, but when the when uh, Rowdy per- first puts on the sunglasses. <laughs> Yes. When he put on the glasses. When he first farts on when he first farts on the sunglasses. Arms. Um he goes in the store, he sees a whole bunch of shit. He sees Obey, <laughs> he sees the magazines, he sees like the ghouls. Yes. And then um he like looks down and I think yes. he's maybe at the magazine stand. Yeah. And somebody's holding money and it just says, This is your God. Yeah, it's like, that's amazing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dang. Dang. There's so many things on those walls that like cut you to the core. Like, holy shit. Just like 
I'll, the thing that always gets me because I love to sleep is sleep eight hours. There's like, <laughs> yeah. there's one yeah. by the TV that says sleep eight hours. And I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. But I do love to sleep. They got you, <laughs> Sean. They got you. <laughs> yeah, they got me. When good. I was watching this again, this was like, I was like, man, these are all things that Sean is fucking obsessed with. Yeah. <laughs> you read a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get a good night's sleep, baby. It is amazing, like, just seeing the endless pages of just, like, one word. Like, oh, yeah. That's pretty wild. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. It's crazy. There was one that was like, cool. comfort is king. And I was like, I'm putting that on a shirt. <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That gotta be comfortable. Yeah. I get sleepy. I- it's pretty wild. It's a wild movie. And I, it's just very fun and it's, it's silly. And yeah. Michael, it's so much fun. Yeah, I've got a few. Great. Sorry, I've got a few more. Oh, I um, do too. One, life's a bitch and she's back in heat. Oh. Great, great line. Congrats. <laughs> I think that's the best one. Yeah. Body, you killed it. Um, there's one part. I think maybe Buck Flowers <laughs> says this, but uh, Buck Flower is kind of the quintessential drunk homeless guy. Homeless and, like, man and everything. Millions the of stuff. movies. Yeah. And um, in this one, he plays that, but eventually he joins forces with the ghouls, with the aliens. Yes. And he <laughs> turns into like the really dashing, charming <laughs> version of himself where he's got like a nice trimmed beard and he's got yeah. a beautiful tuxedo. And at some point he's talking about how great they are and how much he loves them. And he says, they're free enterprisers. It's just like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they oh, got God. you. Oh, my God. It's so true. Yeah, it's uh, pretty wild. It's so brutal. So sad. He turns on him. Ugh. How could you turn on your buddies, Buckflower? So how dare you, Buckflower? And he gets away. He Bilbo's out of there and disappears. Uh, yeah, he just gets the fuck out. He doesn't. He good for him. <laughs> yeah, good um, for. <laughs> are those all my favorite things? <laughs> That's good. One more favorite thing. Oh no, two. I got one too. Uh, the it of course as always bring uh, begins with the black uh, background white special john carpenter lettering yes and when it, it gets to like the they live title screen and then it fades to the graffiti on the wall and then it like goes in right into this nice long shot of like a train yeah. and then rowdy walking by and i just love that mm-hmm. the little fade to the straight to the they live on the wall and that little thing past the oh, i love it i love yeah, that's that really shit. cool just like Hey, I'm. I, you know what? I'm gonna do a cool filmmaker thing, and it will be cool. And you'll go, "Wow, he this this guy actually thought about what would happen in the movie before <laughs> yes. he even made it." It's pretty cool. When <laughs> That's that pretty happens. weird, isn't it? That he like, just whoa. thought something out. <laughs> yeah, and That's I love that. Strange. Part. I love that part too. I've like, got oh. one more, but I want y'all to go. Um, I have one. Uh, oh, on. I have a couple. <gasps> One in the bank where he's just shooting all the aliens. Yes. And it cuts to one alien behind like this teller glass and he just blasts it. It goes like, yes. It's like, it's really cool visually. It's like, whoa. It's just dead. I was like, that's nice. And you probably get away with more going black and white. um, Yes. Absolutely. Um, And then the other is when he's, (laughs) I forget her name because she's not in it very much, but the lady. Meg Foster. Yep. Yeah, Meg Foster. Character? Character? I forget. I will look up her character her name, name as you speak. Um, Holly. And Holly. Very and he unmemorable. Name. Yeah. Well, he goes over to like the window while she's like on the phone, yes. and she hits him over there with a bottle, and then throws him out a window, and it's like the most intense. I was like, holy crap! I did not remember that. Yes. It's like, jeez. It's incredibly he surprising. Like fifty stories down. <laughs> like, yes. He rolls crap. down the yeah. longest hill. 
It's so amazing. Um, there's there's this moment early on when uh, they're still in the homeless camp and they're watching uh, the TV and there is a group of underground truthers mm. <laughs> who are trying to spread the news about these aliens. And uh, they come in the form of this kind of, you know, portly bearded dude who's <laughs> telling you information about how they're breeding us for slavery and all that kind of cool stuff. And that guy's uh, also been in a million Carpenter movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And they're, and he's talking and then they cut to the, this preacher, this blind manic preacher, street been, preacher. <laughs> yes, yeah. The manic street preacher who has been wandering around throughout and he is mouthing the same words that the dude on the TV is. And, yeah. and like, Roddy notices both of them happening at the same time. It's just like cutting back and forth from one to the other. And it's just yeah. so fucking cool. That's the <laughs> yeah. awesome world underneath stuff I'm talking about. Like the unexplained yes. phenomenon. Like yeah. the weird wrinkles that are ne- never go explained that like. And that, and that actually brings me, if we can get there, to my my, <laughs> my low main low main. Oh, oh wow. Um, stuff like that. And then watching a movie like The Thing. Yes. Mm. Makes you really wish that somebody would have just given John Carpenter lots of money to make movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Instead of these shoestring cool. nightmare budgets. Yes. He does the best that he can with. <laughs> but then you watch a movie like The Thing and you see how almost flawless the goddamn thing yeah. is. Yes. And, and you're just like, wow, they live really could have been so much more. Yes. You know, like the, the and the little bits of ephemera like that that Sean just referenced, just referenced that are like, so weird and unsettling. <laughs> Just imagine what he could have done if he'd, you know, been able to <laughs> light it the yeah. way he wanted to. If he could have had a, a better looking homeless camp, like, yeah. you know, it just be. Just even even the actors that he I love the actors in this movie. Yeah, like stuff like Prince of Darkness. You watch it, and then later in his career, and he really starts scraping, you know, the bottom of the barrel. He does the best he can with the budget he has. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, I just I feel like the budget is felt here in this movie and mm-hmm. it's okay. Cause it's still, they make it into this silly, like wild thing. Like yeah. we just talked about venom earlier. Yes. Like I feel like venom would have been a better movie if it had a budget <laughs> like this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like the, sure. bu- budget budgets, a lot of times really influence the viewing experience. And I feel like this movie, it's totally mm. cool the way it is, but I, I'll always wonder what it could have been like if it was, you know, if it had the uh, giant budget, like the thing did. Yeah. And then, yeah. I don't know where you guys going to talk about the music at all in your worst. I was going to, yes. Okay, I, go ahead. Then. Yeah. Um, the, now, I am one of the great admirers of John Carpenter's yeah. things. I, love I think, the, things. I think this, the score as a whole is fine. Yes. The main theme. The main theme is, is like a weird... is a nightmare. Shuffle. <laughs> Maybe it's supposed to be mind-numbing, but it's completely mind-numbing. Yeah. I think it just comes off as so silly. Yeah. yeah. There's like a... I don't know if it's a real harmonica or a fake harmonica, but I know Roddy Piper played the harmonica for real in the movie. Whoa! Oh, wow. I, don't know if, I don't know if he's on the score or not. <laughs> That'd be wild. But it's yeah, just the main theme is just kind ba-dum, of lame. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like just, when you're first learning to play like the bass or something. It's yeah. like the line they give you. It's like the paradiddle on the drum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. And um, just seems, I don't know. I don't know. It it, it seems inappropriate in almost every way because, like, <laughs> the blues in an electronic context is very weird. Yes. Um, 
Is- hey, Moby has shown us that it can't be done. <laughs> oh, that's true. Sean, yes. damn you. <laughs> but also, like, does Nada seem like a blues guy? Not he seems me. like an old time rock and roll guy. Man, yeah. <laughs> well, I know that, but he seems like he'd been listening to ACDC or some shit. Yeah, that's I could have seen <laughs> now, that. Now a John Carpenter version of ACDC probably would have been just as bad. <laughs> yeah. That would be big trouble little child. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> big trouble. Big bad trouble. Big little China. <laughs> Did that have a big budget? Bigger, uh, bigger. Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's why that was the one that like that was the one that ruined him kind of in the eyes of the oh, studio. Oh, really? Big Trouble in Little China. Well, the thing too. I mean, the thing was not a success. It ran into a goddamn really. ET. Yeah, ET and, uh, rolled yeah. over it, steamrolled it, destroyed <laughs> it. Carpenter, you know, Carpenter just didn't get good reviews for a long time. Dang, he's not a well-reviewed filmmaker, which is hard to believe now. But uh, Michael, yeah. what did you not enjoy? about they live. um the music did also throw me out of it a bit and i was like ah, this isn't my favorite but whatever it's yeah. still fun i but, think it's just that one song though like i still think the yeah. rest of the score is is effective yeah it's right ar- the rest of the stuff kind of feels like it's right around the assault on three th- uh re- yeah. 13 stuff oh i've never seen it but well you have to i will i mean i guess you don't have to month- but <laughs> yeah. if you want to you can't yeah. <laughs> That will be one that I I am here for. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, uh, there were a couple parts that were just not. I thought were just stupid and Blade not in like me. a fun way. Like there's a. I mean, this is nitpicking because I didn't have many. Pro- I was like, oh, there's nothing overarching that is wrong with this movie. It's pretty fun. Um, but like, there's a part where like they're watching. They're at the homeless camp and they're watching the TV. Yeah, and the the daughter of the one guy's like, daddy, I have a headache. And he goes, I know me too. I was like, what? It just was this weird. I was like, huh? That's so weird. It's really weird. And then the other part was when they're all getting arrested by the cops. Or beat up, basically. Yeah. And the blind guy's like, as I walk through the, sh- <laughs> yeah, the shadow, and he's like swinging his stick. I was like, this is really yeah. stupid. It's, it's really silly. <laughs> Come on. He's just like but, swinging yeah. it back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I like died laughing. <laughs> I was like, uh. And then they, Rodney King and man, they beat the shit yeah. out of him so bad. But everything else, loved it. Had a blast. But those two, I was like, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those, I mean, there's so much. As John already pointed out, there's so much stuff in this where, like, you think, hey, maybe if they had one more night to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He wouldn't have had to do just, like, a random woof, woof, woof. <laughs> I mean, I read in a Carpenter book that their biggest expense was putting all the goddamn labels for the black and white scenes oh, wow. on, the, on the consumer products. And if that is true, that's wow. I'm, it's amazing that this movie looks and feels as good as it does. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, when you have Carpenter doing half of the jobs himself, you know, and then Roddy, Roddy Piper <laughs> writing the dialogue. I mean, yeah. you know, and I'm sure Roddy Piper for a leading man, you know, pretty cheap as well. Like, yeah, I don't I mean, know. I would just love to see, I think it's a, it worked out because we got these really cool John Carpenter, low budget movies where he got to do exactly what he wanted to do. Yes. But at the same time, you, when you watch the thing and it all goes back to the thing, <laughs> sure. you just keep wondering like, this could have been a totally different career. Yeah. yeah, and especially because the thing—I mean, the thing had a lot of troubles too. Mm-hmm. The fact that he managed to get that movie out of all the troubles he had with the effects, yeah. all of, like Rob Bottin was making these beautiful things, but they're way the fuck behind schedule, yeah. and like causing him so much trouble and yeah. making him crazy. But the fact <laughs> that they managed to still make this kind of 
perfect, beautiful little thing that is like you can't think of it being any moment in that movie being different. Yeah. Any actor in it being different. Like it's all just so perfect is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's like Jaws or some shit where like you read about Jaws and you think like, yeah. how the fuck did they end up making that movie so good? Mm. And, and like, this could be a case of, you know, like, like Sean just mentioned, it could have just been like magical alchemy where like <laughs> the things that went poorly were just as important as the things that went well. And absolutely. He yeah. might, he might not have had another, the thing in him, but, I don't know. It just kind of nags at me. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like he would. I mean, the stuff that he does, even on a low budget, like the fact that Prince of Darkness cost less than uh, like maybe yeah, Imagine seconds. Prince of Darkness with like Wilford Brimley in it instead of that goddamn Asian doctor <laughs> that you guys like that I hate. He rules. <laughs> You're insane. That's crazy. Get out of here. Just with better actors, you know. I, I'm, I'm agreeing for the most part. But like, I don't know. I, I watch... The thing, and I watch Starman, and they have like this luster that yes. this big movie luster that I want, mm, the yes. sheen that I desire. Yeah, and he does not have that for the rest yeah. of his career. Yes, just, absolutely. You know, things look they they look good, but they also look cheap, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I never saw Starman. I will have to check that out. Well, I mean, wild. we're gonna have it on Carpenter eventually. <laughs> One day, I also not this on... month. No, no Starman's amazing. Starman has a look that is so like. Like this weird, twisted Spielberg type feel yeah. to it. Whoa. That like, like me and my buddy David Shamban made a whole music video based on like the look. Of oh, wow, Star that's Man. awesome! So beautiful. <laughs> that's really cool. If you don't cry during that movie, Michael, then you <gasps> have no soul. Yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful movie. Well, I and... saw Michael cry while uh, Twitch streaming Dark Souls today, so I'm yeah, pretty. Yeah, I did. Cry. Yeah, <laughs> not cry. I had a, like a mental breakdown. It was intense. <laughs> I had several today. <laughs> but, but I was just them, fucking kidding. Five of them were on stream. <laughs> no, I never cried on stream. Yeah. But you I've should. Close. I'll be there. You let me He'll know when there. that goes down. Yeah. Send me an alert. Yeah. I'll be there. John will be there I'm to like, help you cry by get saying in cool here, things man. about you. I'm crying. Uh, yeah. This is another new hot new segment for you kids. Oh. Uh, I call it the best in parentheses, egg roll. What's, <laughs> what's the best acting performance in this movie? Who is the essential part? Who's your favorite actor? What is the performance that you love the most in this movie? Oh, wow. I'm going to have to go. Yeah? I hate to be stereotypical, but I'm going to have to pick the white guy. No, I'm going to... I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's pretty answer. amazing. Nod yeah. is pretty great, but I also love Keith David and like everything, so... Keith David's so fucking yeah. good. He'll be my choice just to be make John mad. Yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> uh, Keith David's great, but it's like very like, okay, I'm Keith David, I'm in this movie. I rule in every movie, but it's not like <laughs> Keith David and fucking... Uh, the thing, or in yeah. like, uh, what's the movie where he says ass to ass? Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, that's a crazy. Oh my yeah. god, it's Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> it's a transcendent performance. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I mean, he's good in the Nice Guys for the 16 seconds he's in it. He's Wait, he's that's, in like, it? that's like a that's like a crime. Wait, yeah. he's in that movie? Yeah. yeah. What? They fight, they fight by the. They have the hot tub fight. <gasps> yeah. What? That's crazy. That's Keith. Big Keith. Is that- Oh, uh, oh, Keith! Not <laughs> I was saying Roddy. Oh, I wish. No, Roddy Roddy Piper is in this and Hell Comes to Frogtown, and then a lot of movies you don't want to see. <laughs> Hell Comes to Frogtown. Did oh, you yeah. not watch Hell Comes to Frogtown? No, what is that? Well, I don't think so. Hey, if you're a listener, or <laughs> if back. you're Michael, 
Uh, go back and listen to our Hell Comes Frogtown episode. Did we wow. watch that with Rob Haynes? We watched it with somebody like <laughs> that. It's a Rob g- Haynes, the Harry Knowles of uh, <laughs> unlistened to movie podcasts. <laughs> um, I'm the oh Quint God. of unlistened to <laughs> movie podcasts. <clears throat> um, well, Michael, you should watch Hell Comes Frogtown because it is it's like Mad Max. But uh-huh. if uh, Mad Max was uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Whoa. and instead of uh, going to like a place where everyone has hockey masks, they go to a place where everyone is a frog. What? Yeah. There's frog people. <laughs> what? That's, That's amazing. So wow. Sandal Bergman. Yeah. Weird, weird flick. It's fucking weird. It's really That's good. Um, I mentioned him earlier, but I love Buck Flower, and I yeah. feel like wow. he... It, I mean, he has some other moments to shine in other movies, but like, I think this is the one where he gets to have a character that has an arc. Is which, it the same character he kind of plays in the stuff? Kind of, yeah. Oh, it's wow. kind of the same character. He has like the, the same arc. Yeah, his his. I love his arc where it's just like I'm a homeless guy, and when I have any chance, <laughs> I will be. gladly yeah. turn in all of my best friends exactly. just to have money. And I just love him in that beautiful suit and how like <laughs> yeah. this kind of down on his luck guy goes and he he's like so sweet and kind to them and he's like y'all it's so nice to see you uh, let me take you on a nice tour of our place and he's just That's like great. so funny and sweet in that movie I love him I love it um I, I love him Michael now go. it's time for our new news segment we got Jesus another new Christ. one called who are you fried crab wonton to cast in the remake of this movie <laughs> so stupid <laughs> Well, Roddy Piper is dead. Yeah. So he cannot be in the remake. So he cannot. Now, this is the problem. <laughs> in my head, I always want The Rock to finally become the rock I wish he had been when he first uh, started. Where he's yeah. like this charismatic guy, but he's also huge. He could be <laughs> yeah. what if he could be like what if Arnold could speak English? He just <laughs> He does not make good movies. He doesn't. Yeah. I can't put him in this movie because the movie will <laughs> yeah, it be bad. bad. It's too bad. Yeah. Now hear me out. The I'm Rock and then Kevin... <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Sorbo? Kevin uh, Hart. Is, uh, Kevin Hart plays Keith David. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say Kevin Sorbo? Kevin Sorbo. That would be even that better. <laughs> I would watch Kevin Sorbo in this movie. Kevin I don't Sorbo think... and Kevin Hart. <laughs> is there anyone who's big who has a... Like, who is interesting now? No. Well, if you're not going to cast a wrestler, which I think we should discuss <laughs> casting wrestlers, what? I think Bruce Cam- Bruce Campbell could play an elderly version. <laughs> oh, wow. He'd be amazing. He should play, he should play the George Buck Flowers role. Like, yes! Oh, wow. Give it to, give it to George. Yeah. He would be um, <laughs> I don't know. We could let the Candyman, Yaya Abdul yeah. Mateen, that you guys brought <laughs> up. He's a large uh, He's a large guy. He could yeah. play the lead role. He could yeah. play, he could play Nada. Not but that. you really need somebody who can deliver these lines. Ooh, yeah. wait. Now he's <gasps> yep. getting a little older. Are you oh. going to Russell Crowe me? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going <laughs> to uh, Black Dynamite era Michael Jai White. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, I think yeah. he's funny enough to pull Bring off some back. of this shit. Yeah. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for that. 
Uh, Meg Foster should be played by. <laughs> no one has space eyes like she does. Nah, yeah, no, dude. You need eyes. you need the craziest eyes in the history. Yeah, of the, yeah. The moment the she's Foster. on screen, you're like, I was like whoa, man, something's up. Yeah, something's she's up. bad. Yeah, yeah she she's must be bad. bad the whole time. Yeah. I mean, you could you could sell me on Tom Hardy rocking the not oh, character. Wow, interesting. I can't look at Tom Hardy anymore and see anything but. Bane. Uh, Eddie Brock, yeah. Bane, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <I'm> like, <laughs> Eddie Brock, <laughs> people don't understand, man. <laughs> people don't understand how fucking insane the choices Tom Hardy has made as yeah. the Eddie Brock character. The Eddie Brock character is so much more bizarre than the alien symbiote character. <laughs> yes. yeah. Alien symbiote character and voice, by the way, and voice yeah. is more normal <laughs> than the insane, like, Donald Trump, Christopher uh, Walken, yeah. Long Island, like, what? what the fuck is he doing? And there's parts where he just like turns into a monster and he's like, and you're like, yeah, but, what? And he even does it when the symbiote's gone. Exactly. Like, I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. It was so weird. Um, their symbiotic relationship is too powerful and it's he can powerful. only be a monster I mean, sometimes. After seeing Wrath of Man, I'm ready for like Jason Statham to play like these type of roles. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, Jason you know, Statham. I don't know. I mean, if he can just deliver every line with the intensity <laughs> and joy to Vivra as suck your own dick. Yeah. <laughs> in Wrath of Man, I'm ready for it. Oh, good God. The answer is right. Gerard Butler. Oh, this is wow. the role Gerard Butler <laughs> was, was born to for... play. Top shop. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Okay. I would actually watch, uh, what is his name? The Nart guy who did Cop Shop. What? Oh, Carnahan. Carnahan. I would watch a Carnahan yeah, remake. Cop Shop's great, man. Cop Shop is, is easily his best movie since The Gray. Probably his Cop second Cop. best movie. Oh, that movie's wild. Or Narc. Is Narc wild. is good. Narc is like a totally different beast than the rest of his movies. Yeah, they get really yeah. silly. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the appropriate amount of silly for a remake like this. If you're listening, Joe Carnahan, remake this movie with <laughs> Gerard Butler and um, who's who's the sidekick? Uh, Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo. <laughs> That'd be good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're doing Carpentober all through the month of October. We're talking about a bunch of different Carpenter movies, which I've already talked about. But next week, uh, the Orange Preview Julius, Orange Julius pre- presents <laughs> our preview for next week. We are watching Cigarette Burns, which is a John Carpenter episode of the Masters of Horror TV show. And it is on Tubi, which you can watch for free, according to the internet. I tried it yesterday <laughs> and it worked. So hopefully it will also work for you and we can all talk about cigarette burns Um, on behalf of Michael Hampton and on behalf of John Burr. I am Sean Parrott. Thank you so much for coming to Chew Bubble Gum and kick ass with us. I don't know what John's doing. John's doing some (laughs) secret stuff. Secret stuff. I want to say to you. This is a good way to end the Twitch stream and podcast. Bon appetit! Obey!